0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Cumenera, your favorite queer Numenera pod slash vodcast. We're excited to have you with us and hope you enjoy our game. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your pod slash vodcast. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise our show, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Keep up to date with all our shenanigans, streams and giveaways by following us on Twitter at eqpoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released, be sure to follow us on twitchtv points and say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements.
1: Be gay. Roll dice!
2: An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.
0: Hello! Welcome to your favorite Numenera all-queer cast. Podcast, podcast live stream, whatever you want to call us today. Uh, I'm Kelrick. I'm your narrator, my pronouns are he, him, and this is my fabulous cast. Why don't we just start with cage.
1: Me? What's up, you. y'all? I'm cage. I use she, hers pronouns, and today I'll be playing Charlie, who's a strong-willed nano who talks to machines, who also uses she, hers pronouns.
3: Uh, <laughs> hi, my name is Aaron. Uh, I play Rylou, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue, and both of us use they, them pronouns.
2: Cool. I am Kenny. My pronouns are he, they, and uh, I play Hillian Jossa, an earnest, Jack, who howls at the moon, whose pronouns are he, him.
0: Okay. So recap is going to be super simple. It is you're at Charlie's house. You've discovered that Marcus has found a vehicle, a something, and you decided that you would go with Marcus so that you could see if you could get it up and running. Anyone have anything else to add to that?
3: No, Sounds about right. Yep.
0: Cool. Marcus is running back to town and picking up supplies. Um, and Marcus has their own anine, so you don't have to share that's not who you are as people
2: <laughs>
0: and they will be back in five minutes hey, we let do?
3: Cage borrow I an mean, first off
0: yeah <laughs> so you have five minutes before Marcus gets back are you doing anything no good answer anyone else uh, uh, I
1: think Charlie would just kind of um, kind of go through her her home and like you know just get a couple of things in order and uh, maybe even uh, stick a couple of things in her pack like she probably had some things that could serve as like rations or whatever laying around um,
0: the goat ate them
1: oh yeah that's right the goat <laughs> ate them all <laughs> Uh, yeah, but she'll probably have, like, some little things that just, like, she doesn't know now when she's gonna be back next, so there might be some things that are just, they're, they're non-essential, but sentimental, and she'll just stick them in her pack.
3: Okay. Rylou basically cleared off the, the closest cushy area, and probably much decay. just like, don't touch my shit, I just, like, put shit for, I'm assuming it's cluttered, right? Am I wrong?
1: not like like a hoarder's paradise, but okay. it's like there's trinkets around and like um, she's clearly like was in the middle of some project when she left and didn't end up coming back to it and but it's, it's not like it's not like every surface is covered with junk, but there are definitely piles of things Fair. placed around the house.
3: Well, Riley found the nearest Chase Lounge or Chase Lounge adjacent <laughs> and reclined immediately and was like I'm so over today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I think Hillian would have uh taken Jacques uh out around the yard to find um the best edible rations uh that are like outside. Um okay. So like rough, rough foraging.
0: Okay. Um Cage, I'm going to need you to send me a list of the things you take with you. Okay. You have time. Alright. <laughs> make a note. <laughs>
3: Just make it a bunch of oddities that can be helpful in really specific situations.
2: And toenail clippers. <laughs> Always coming here. <laughs> That's totally an oddity in this world. <laughs> Everyone has toe claws? <laughs> <laughs> really... Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So Marcus gets back. I'm going to assume you all have slept. You've spent one whole night. Marcus comes back, has their, has their neen loaded up with supplies. And as they come up, they're just like calling out, are, are y'all ready? Hello? hello
3: how early is it because they kept saying they were going to show up way too early
0: yeah it's like just after sunrise like just i mean it's only safe enough to travel so that you can see kind of light hello
3: weirdly enough i feel like rilu is an early riser when they aren't demanded it of them like rilu is a merchant and like also a very physical person they definitely got to do their exercise and stuff i feel like rilu is up but i feel like rilu hears someone else and lays back down (laughs) like rilu purposefully sits back on the on the chase lounge that they'd fallen asleep on and not pretending to be asleep just like lounging very lazily now
0: the worst
3: They ran were, they were a 5k <laughs> earlier And now they're like
0: eh. <laughs> Is Charlie up
1: Yeah I think Charlie would be up
0: Okay So <laughs> Sorry, Marcus my, is like
1: My partner walked into the room So I was a little bit distracted for a
2: minute
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, So Marcus is at the door
0: yeah, Marcus is on there, Anine, just calling out. Oh. and Well,
1: yeah, Charlie would be like, all right, let's get moving. <laughs> yeah,
0: as Marcus calls out and no one's coming out, you start hearing this. And it's that plant hitting the side of the <laughs> <laughs> enclosure <laughs> just because...
1: I imagine before we leave too, Charlie will just double check the security system on those things because she doesn't need to come back to find (laughs) that like the plants have taken over the house.
3: Or more. That's
0: fair. Yeah. So she'll probably be like, "Riley,
1: can you please leave? I need to double check this.
3: (laughs) Rylou just waves their hand like, yeah, yeah. Like starts packing up their shit because you know it's probably everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) We stayed for less than 24 hours and Riley was like, Damn, I really gotta air out these shoes or whatever. <laughs> like who
0: knows? <laughs> Is Hillian doing anything?
2: Yeah, uh, I think Hillian was already making breakfast. Um, like with whatever supplies were in the kitchen. Uh like there was hot water on.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, I guess Marcus would come down when they see Charlie come out to go work on the defenses for the greenhouse and would join you and be like sleep. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think uh, we slept all right all around. Um, We've just been packing up some things and making sure we're ready for it to hit the road again.
0: Well, no time like the present.
1: Yeah. I'm just uh, making sure these plants don't overtake the house. You know how they are. (laughs)
0: Oh, yes okay well can i help
1: uh would would marcus have like a familiarity with this stuff because she wouldn't let him touch it or them touch it if
0: marcus has been semi sort of living there on and off and you two are really close so i think you would have spent a lot more time out at here than in druisi proper so okay Probably. And I mean, really, they're just company. They're just yeah. hanging out with you. They don't know Hillian or Rylou all that well. So they'd be like, eh, we never see each other. Let's get as much just us time as possible.
1: Yeah. So uh, Charlie will will invite them to to come along. And um, if there's something that seems like simplistic enough, we'll probably direct Marcus to like, you know, you know, just... Touch this panel, and if it mm-hmm. lights green, then we're good to go, or, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, give me a perception check, please. Yeah.
1: Is that just, like, a, an intellect rule, or? Yep.
0: that's okay. all it is. 11. Yeah, that's really good. No effort applied. So, I yeah, I think for y'all, this is just a standard, no big deal. So yeah, your target was six. I'm awake. Okay. Sure. Alright, so <laughs> everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. You're all set. Probably took you just a quick fifteen minutes.
3: And I think uh if Rylou and Hillian were like all packed up and stuff, Rylo asked Hillian to go spar with them out front. Believe it or not, not an uncommon occurrence. Yeah. That makes sense. So like R- Riley was bored and needed to get this. Okay, so here's the thing. It's a side story, but we're gonna go there anyway. I've decided, <laughs> much like me, Riley also has ADHD, which is why they're fucking always all over the place. And so like Riley was like, I need something to do. This is ridiculous. They're gonna go do their plant thing. Hilly, really? let's let's go let's go get some exercise.
2: Oh, oh oh okay, but I'm still eating. Um and and there's. Tea and, and coffee and I found this great root that if you just gnaw on it a little bit and then spit it out into the cup and then add some more hot water is very
3: sweet. Rylus ears perked up at coffee and Rylou will go and swing some coffee and I then feel, be more jittery.
2: I feel like um Hillian is used to Rylou's uh different yeah, moods and persuasions so and and accommodates and exacerbates. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alien's like, yeah, you always talk more when you get coffee. You should have coffee.
2: <laughs> that way people can ignore me and I can go wander off.
0: <laughs> Except you, Ryloo, who has to pay as much attention as possible.
3: <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else am I going to pay attention to? The forest for the twelfth day? No.
0: <laughs> Fair. Okay. So... All of you meet up. I'm sure Charlie and Marcus join for breakfast. Y'all eat. Are y'all ready? What do you need? A destination
3: to move onward.
0: Great. So, you all have decided to go directly north from Druisi, and then you will go west. And just north of in back inside the forest, is where you will find this vehicle. So if you want to get underway, the trip should take you at a pretty healthy pace. Seven-ish days. If you're ready to get underway, then you can head north around Druisi. It'll probably take you two-ish days to get out of the pot the Badenu forest.
3: So whatever it takes to get out of this dumb forest Riley is so ready like <laughs> <laughs> get me out of here. Riley will wake up early for this shit.
1: If Riley ever says that out loud, Charlie will like won't probably say a whole lot will look kind of offended because this is Charlie's home. I mean yeah. she's lived here the majority of her life. Between Jerisi and Ephraimon. So like she's probably
2: like, What what do you have against this place? <laughs> I don't think so directly that she said would,
3: it, like, but like we all know Rylou's not having fun in this forest anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: We also know that Rylou would say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
3: Rylou, They totally would. They Rylou would has it. definitely been ready to get out of the forest, but I feel like Riley wouldn't directly be like, "I hate this forest specifically." <laughs> like,
2: yeah, I hate no, this r- tree. Riley's Kick tree. been
3: complaining. <laughs> Riley's definitely like, "I am so ready to get out of here." I just, we need to get out of somewhere where the convergence can't constantly be around us, and where we cannot get attacked by Drascar. I am tired of the woods. I just want to find a nice city with a bath. And of course, we're stuck out here. This is the rant that's happening while we're leaving.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so Rylou is aerial. Got it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, that's
1: fair. Yeah. Take me where
3: the people are. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, like again? Amazing. a bath? <laughs> oh,
1: how luxurious! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So I gosh. think Charlie would probably not like overtly like say something to Rilu, but like we'll probably look at Rilu and be like, like have that. Like, like, it's not that bad here. Like, I don't know what you're complaining about, kind of like. <laughs> uh, but won't but won't make a big deal out of it.
3: Yeah, I think that for Rylou, it's not like, oh, I hate the forest. It's we've been here for so long. I think Rylou's excitement of getting out of here is what has brought this on. Like, because until now, when we were stuck in the forest, Rylou's been like, yeah, this is the cards we've been dealt. But Rylou is so excited to be out of this forest. And headed back west towards the great beyond because that means we're getting closer to civilization. And Rylou's not 100% convinced that Rylou's staying in the beyond yet.
0: Okay. As y'all get underway, you have this lovely interaction. <laughs> um, let me see. Why don't we get Hillion to uh, roll some percentile dice for me? Higher, low.
2: All right. Let's do... I mean, I always shoot for high, right? Yeah. 52! Oh, oh, just made it. <laughs> awesome. That,
1: that's, that's like the epitome of this game right there. Yes. Just made it. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, as you all are forging through the forest, because there is no road out of the Bogdano forest this way. You all are just cutting trail. And as you do so hillian notices some bright colorful spots off to the east and stops the group gets you all to just freeze and make no noise and the he, he just sort of points and all of you see just this these bright colorful spots and whatever it was just sort of fades away heading uh, east and so you very narrowly avoid whatever that danger was and it's about lunchtime could could i postulate that it was possibly a juraskar oh you would not be too far off i think (laughs) if you were to make that inference. I mean, you have killed one, so I'm sure you're familiar
2: with their markings at this point. Their visual acuity is based off of movement, so we're all gonna stand still, okay? I saw this in a moot, wait. (laughs) I once watched a
3: hologram. Yes. (laughs) There were some hieroglyphs on the tablet that I saw one time.
0: (laughs) Hillian add this add this to his pack actually has an oddity that
2: <laughs> it's actually like an uh, uh uh what is it um an antiquity from like one of the other uh, like the third world and uh it's actually a old 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 dvd copy of jurassic park yes
0: that's that's what you have add it to your pack
2: I
3: love that you think that we're the third world. I feel like we're at best second world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So you all are able to um, traverse the first day. Maybe, maybe having seen a Jirascar. Didn't have to fight it. Hooray. Um, And you, you're the one who asked for it. (laughs) Literally asked for it.
3: I never said, hey, a coward, give me a Jurassic card to fight. I said I will fight a car and I did fight a car.
0: Would you like me to find the audio clip?
3: <laughs> sure.
0: Because I can.
3: Because I think it's on Twitter.
0: Yeah. You were like, bring on a car. So I brought a Jurassic. And I'm
1: pretty sure I was like, don't be saying anything that you don't want to have come true. I'm pretty sure it was my exact response. Mm-hmm.
3: Listen, Cowork has children and we need to teach him that they're going to challenge him.
2: And he's got to step up to the plane. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That's already happened. I know. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> so y'all are
0: able to take a break. You uh, set up camp. What are you going to do to make sure that y'all are safe for the evening and that your anines don't get eaten? This is a much more wild area than you all have camped in the entire time you've been in the forest.
1: Well, probably at the set of a watch.
0: Yeah, that'd be
1: good.
3: So, Helene uh, is best with the animals. Perhaps, do you have any recommendations on where to, like, what is the best place to pitch them? Or Marcus and, and uh, Charlie, you you two know the forest best. I mean, have you cut through it like this before? Do you know like the best way to protect the the anine from being spooked? What
1: Marcus I'm hearing is, is, is Riley wants to get rid busy. of all
3: responsibility and <laughs> I try to seek the advice of others and all I get for it
0: <laughs> is called out about this.
3: listen ever when riley takes charge they're bad when they try to let others take charge they're bad i get it
0: (laughs) well
1: i mean i think charlie's like suggestion would just be like making sure that we have a watch set and i mean she's not super duper familiar with like a means like she's traveled with them but mostly on like the main roads where they've had Mm -hmm. like camp areas um So her best suggestion would just be make sure that we have at least one or two people alert at all times.
3: Yeah,
2: and Hillian would say, "Um, I I think we need to tie up the the anine near camp, but not too close to the fire. And we also have to make sure they have plenty of water and something to eat.
0: Okay. You all do that. I was wondering if you have any Oddities or ciphers that you thought would be helpful. But I'm cool with. I have an explosive. Y'all just That'll take care of our anine problem. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> I have an amulet that generates fish. Does that help?
0: Hey. <laughs> I mean, um, it's food. I am pointing out to you that you are not just
1: just
3: giving you
0: shit to you know, cave people <laughs> who have found mounts you all have tools that perhaps will work perhaps not it's up to you all so if you're just gonna set watch who's got first watch um i can, charlie i'll take
2: first
1: watch
2: okay I'm going to um, also um, use my cipher, uh, the remote viewer, um, mm-hmm. and have it around the Anine uh, so that whomever is doing watch can watch both the Anine and whatever side of camp they want to. And it lasts for five hours.
0: Mm hmm. All right. So that is set up. Are you setting up for the first watch or the the first half of the evening or the second half?
2: It's. Uh, so probably. I don't know. Um, I think uh, uh, second half.
0: Okay. So, Charlie, if you would roll 2d10 and high or low?
1: Oh, let's do high. Ew.
0: 84! I'll take it. It is the quietest, most calm, and peaceful watch you've ever had. It might be one of the first watches you've ever had. And you're like, this is easy! Nothing happens. Great. And who's on second watch?
1: She'll sleep easy.
2: (laughs) I think uh, Hillian is going to be on second watch since uh, he's using his eye of her. (laughs) Great.
0: Um, Please roll... Uh, percentage dice, and because you're using the remote viewer, I'll even make it to where high is uh, anything above twenty-five. Now All right, you a number? Yeah, perhaps you will roll
2: low now because you said twenty-five. It's going to be below, but let's do it. <laughs> roll them up. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven.
0: Nothing happens. The most calm, peaceful. Oh, it's lovely. There's the creaking of the woods that's ever-present. There are minor chirping. Your little dick-dick-sized goat friend is very affectionate and cuddly. (laughs) It's beautiful. Yes, just so. (laughs) And that means Rylou. You also have the remote viewer, because it's good for five hours. So, whichever direction, just let me know high or low. You get 75% chance of nothing happening.
3: Uh, I'm going to go low, because it's me.
0: Okay. So, 54. 54. Yeah. You just had to roll under a 75, so you did fine. Woo! It's a good thing there's a remote remote viewer, isn't there? (laughs)
2: Hmm.
0: All right. So, peaceful night everyone wakes up and Marcus has gotten up early, is making breakfast. Uh, they're sort of, thank you for not having to take a watch, and y'all are ready to start a second day. Uh, this day should get you out of the forest, so when what, how early do you want to get on the road?
3: Rilu is excited to be out of the forest, so... And also, since Rylou had last watched it, they just stayed up. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, well, you got a good, solid night's sleep. You just have to wake up. Well,
3: yeah, day. I figured yeah. they put, get all, got all their sleep the first.
2: Two watches. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What were you going to say? Hillian is, you know, he camps all the time. So he's, you know, cooking extravagant breakfast. Again, more teas and uh, coffees. So, yeah, uh, yeah if, if Rylou's excited to get on, Riley's going to have to do some dishes. So,
3: Rylou just is weird. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> <but> Rylou just <laughs> got so... No, I'm
2: just kidding. <laughs>
0: oh, Rylou. My sweet angel. Okay. So, you all are packing up and getting ready to go. I would like for Rylou and Charlie to roll perception checks, please.
3: It's yeah, a very specific two people. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: going to use a level of effort, I think. What?
0: Why?
3: Just... Just because. I, I didn't use effort.
0: Alright, so... Yeah, both of you notice that Hillian's slap bracelet oddity is—it has a blue dot that's just sort of very slowly flashing on it, and it's not mm. bright, but you do—it's you do just notice it.
1: And this was an item that we were not able to discern what it did. Correct, right? Yeah, everybody failed their checks on that. <laughs>
0: Hard. Failed
1: hard. Would would Charlie know whether Marcus would have a skill in maybe identifying what that could do?
0: You know that Marcus is sort of a jack of all trades, but if you were to ask, Marcus knows nothing. Okay. (laughs) Marcus is a Jon Snow where this oddity is concerned. Great, great. So you two noticed that. I think, Hillian, it is on the outside of your wrist, so you, you do not notice this. This is not a thing. Does uh, it
2: um, typically go... Like, does it make a sound or nope. do anything else? Vibrate?
0: Nothing? Nope. Nope, just... That's why I was just Subtle like, blinking. Yep. Yeah, it's real slow. Like, it's just sort of a it comes on for just a moment every 30 seconds or so like it's not a it's not a super noticeable i mean helian thing, things well. turned
2: up to 11 and vibrate like an earthquake to notice so yeah <laughs> no notice all right
3: it's, we're so, nowhere near Hillian's transformation right
2: no you no. are not that happened oh, not too long ago yeah, yeah.
3: No, I didn't think so. It was like three or four days, but I was—I'm just, just trying to figure out like what could it be. Yeah, it's roughly it's been
0: a two days since your last one, so you have a whole month before that cycle starts again for you. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you all head on out, and today, let's have Rylu roll. To see if anything happens, high or low.
3: That's Cowork's way of saying, "Hey, let's have something happen." By the way,
0: oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's you're traveling. There will be plenty. You of You net one on a
1: percentage roll. <laughs>
0: oh,
3: yes, you can. Uh, I have faith. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go low.
1: Twenty-five. Yeah, oh, this is incredible. By the way, <laughs> for anybody who has not seen or listened to our our uh, our show here, this is uh Unprecedented.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Holy smokes.
2: Hedging your bets and going low. Good job.
3: (laughs) I always go low in percentages because I know myself.
0: Great. So the four of you are traveling along and you, by the end of the day, you are on the very outskirts of the forest. And you had discussed, you don't actually want to like, Out outside of the forest because you don't want anyone on the open plain to be able to see you because there are a lot of hazards that way as well. So, have you changed your mind or do you want to completely exit?
1: I feel like that still feels like the safest thing, but I imagine Rilu seeing like the open like clearing and just like sprinting for it.
3: I just, it's not so dramatic, but it's really the, uh, Rylou's like, when, when we take breaks, Rylou definitely wanders outside of the tree line just a little bit, just to gaze over the planes and be like, oh, thank God, somewhere <laughs> defensible.
2: The planes, the planes are defensible. <laughs> it's way more defensible
3: than having high vantage points surrounding you constantly.
2: Fair enough. Okay. So
0: once again, the four of you set up camp. And it is time to start heading east in the morning. And do you all have anything to talk about, or are you? I mean, west.
3: Okay, west. I was like, are we heading east? No, That's you're like, heading where west. We going.
0: Please do just, yeah. <laughs> Don't head east. Yeah. Okay. Actually, let's go so.
1: back deep into the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually think
3: north is a great option.
0: All right, so <laughs> Keller's
1: like, and the show is canceled.
0: <laughs> this is every two weeks. Every two <laughs> weeks, this is great. Do you all have anything to talk about as the evening progresses?
3: I mean, if we're truly bored, Rylu would just look at Marks and be like, "So, wh- what can we expect in these ruins? I think you said like, are have you already cleared it? Are there like traps or like what? What surrounding area is it in?"
0: So it's in the forest, you know, it's, it's not too far in, but once, once we get above Paddan, we're going to have to head back in. And of course there were a few traps, but there was no one around and it was, it was not easy, but yeah, it, it everything is fine i mean i was able to do it by myself so i'm assuming the four of us can handle it
3: yeah i mean i don't i i, I assume that hopefully won't be an issue um you said so You said it's near patton have you do you know a lot about that area and that surrounding i mean because i know it's pretty far to the the west but it sounds like you know you've been over there for some time
0: um it's it's just, it's a lot like See, not quite as cool, but it's, you know, it it doesn't have the the Numenera in the center of town. It's just kind of, it's kind of a podunk. It's fine. So, but we'll be about a day, two days away from it. So I don't think we have to worry about it unless we want to go there for supplies.
2: I think Hillian's like... Well, I, I did just use a Cypher. Um, I, I think I need some, well, what do we have in our pack? And Helen will begin rummaging.
3: I was going to say, we got a lot of stuff still just sitting in a, a nebulous pack.
2: Yeah. yeah, I
1: was, I just took a peek it, <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw my message, but I realized I was down a Cypher and so I just, I threw one from the party pack into my pack.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, luckily you have the anines, so mm-hmm. they make it to where you can carry more yeah. ciphers and stuff. Otherwise, you all would be having to roll on the too many ciphers table, which could be fun. <laughs> but no, you have to be all set. Okay, so you're also freaking rich. I'm gonna have to arrange for someone to steal your money. This is. Excuse you. <laughs> Y'all are packing up and, I mean, unpacking, getting ready for bed. Who's taking first watch?
3: I think Rylou will. I think Rilu wants to um, stare at the planes through the trees.
0: That seems reasonable. Go ahead and give me that sweet,
3: sweet percentage roll.
0: And you don't have any advantage on this one unless you have something to help you with it.
3: No, uh, I don't have anything. Roll it um, up. So we're going low, but I'm concerned now that we've talked about how that works. So we're gonna <laughs> go low, but okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 95. <laughs> I call that immediately. Oh no.
0: That is a Riley. <laughs> okay.
3: Every time someone misses dice, it can't be a Riley. Well, best case scenario, it's an Aaron. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Oh. What is that?
3: A rage rascar in a trench coat. <laughs> That's
2: a very large trench
1: coat. <laughs> I
3: actually like, want that to be one of the deities of this world.
2: Whoa. <laughs> but is it Couture?
0: <laughs> okay. I have got to see if I can find a picture of this thing, cause Oh no. What? What on earth? So this Maybe is... it's friendly. This is. To- no. Well, I can find the mathematical equivalent. So, cool. Um,
3: the battle equivalent for the one. Rylou, yes. That's
0: me. I would like a percentage. Not a percentage, no. Let's make this a perception check.
3: Okay. I'm going to put some effort into that. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Uh, okay. So we're gonna put two effort into that because I'm t- whatever we ran into that has a mathematical equivalent is terrifying to Aaron. Rylo probably not, but I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do I never roll properly? Mm-hmm. Well, right. Oh no, it did. Okay, cool, it worked.
0: So your grand total is nine.
3: So I don't know why it does plus two. I put two edge. I didn't put plus two. So it's. Okay. 13. I took the it took the quick points out, but it does that weird plus 2 for some reason.
0: Okay. So that gives you um a pretty pretty solid score. You have about you have a surprise round worth of time to take an action. Before what that, see? what's Helian doing?
2: Probably sleeping. <laughs> I was <Where>? going to say. <laughs> Probably are you snoring. Sleeping? Maybe purring. <laughs> Haven't decided.
0: Where in the area of the camp are you sleeping? How close do you, would you be to where the Rylou is? If Rilu's at the looking out north, where are you? Uh, Rylou's
3: not strictly looking out north. That was just a... Like,
0: I, I get it, but let okay. me...
2: I think Killian would be um up like probably snug up to the fire or whatever is left of okay. the fire.
0: So you're sleeping and suddenly your oddity goes off that tells you that there are eggs around. Oh. It's loud. Okay. It's pretty loud. Okay. So Railou, you hear that go off and then you see something huge start to lift up out of one of the trees um, you have a surprise round because it is just sort of waking up and looking around, and it is gigantic. You can assume it's heard this alarm. What are you gonna do?
3: I'm so torn between kick somebody and be like, wake up and run, or like smash this egg thing.
0: What does your egg thing look like again? I was gonna
2: ask that. (laughs) I think the last time we discussed it it was kind of a bracelet but um I don't recall to be honest.
0: I feel like it that's right. It was a bracelet but it's not the slap
2: bracelet. It is not the slap bracelet. That's different. So. Well, since
3: I'm not going to like step on Hillian's wrist, uh I was hoping it was like a weird divining rod or something. Rylu's going to like Basically, run over and shake you and is like, Shut up your bracelet, Hillian. It's gonna, something is moving up there. Eggs? Hillian, <laughs> shh. Turn off the bracelet. There's a giant thing moving. Oh,
2: oh, um, well, you really can't turn it off. You, you just uh, touch eggs to it.
3: I go and wake up the <laughs> other two and I'm like, There's something moving. I think we need to go.
2: You have the
0: chance to wake up Hillian. And yeah. I think the alarm will wake other people up. But i would like you to roll initiative who um, the two of you who are awake all
2: right uh, i think it's just a straight roll if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. actions 13. One.
3: Oh
0: my <laughs> <laughs> okay. i think it's initiative and i don't think that counts it does not <laughs> god okay <laughs> i would like you both to make two int rolls the first one well i would like Railou to make one i'd like Hillian to make Two. The first one is to determine how awake you are. And if you fail that one, then you have disadvantage on the second.
2: Would it be perception or just flat int?
0: Um, This would be flat int because this is to identify. Ooh. You are awake.
2: One. I, I mean, egg- eggs.
3: <laughs> so, you know, eggs. Oh, I see what's causing that. Okay. Hold on. So I did I applied one level of effort, so it's gonna be like a fifteen ish.
0: Okay. And your second one? Uh alright. A four. Okay. So Rylo, you actually recognize this. I don't know if you saw one. So I'm gonna tell you what it is, and then you can tell us how you know what this is. Got it? Perfect. Yes. This is called a tetrahydra. Uh, <laughs> these large creatures are approximately six feet tall. They look like black feathered tetrahedrons with beaks and big wings. Based on reports from an early Ninth World naturalist, they were believed to be legless. However, tetrahydras have four tentacles that they keep coiled along their lower half. The tentacles uncoil and can be used as feet and weapons.
1: Nope, don't like it. Do you have a picture?
0: No, I
3: don't. Ah,
2: it Petra-hydra. sounds terrifying. Hydra? Yes.
3: Oh, it sounds so gross. Um, So is it a bird? Like a tentacle bird?
0: It's an... They're animals. So, it's an animal.
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Rilu probably saw this in, like, a weird traveling circus or, like, caravan that came through, uh... Okay. Like, the, yeah, Rilu has seen this creature, like, in a cage bef- Not a cage. We're not doing that. Rilu saw this creature, like, traveling with the circus. There was, like, a band of traveling, um... Yeah. Like, animal tamers. And, yeah. like one of them was riding this.
0: And they they can definitely they their animals and maybe not domesticated but they can definitely be trained. I think in that give me a, an int roll to determine how much you remember of that experience other than that is a weird scary looking thing. Alright, 17. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's great. You remember that when they were you know showcasing this animal they told you how they went into the forest and they used you know a team to sort of bait the parent out and then they went in and took the eggs because if you take the eggs you can raise them to be attack beasts or maybe not just animal companions you cannot ride them they're too weirdly shape (laughs) Uh, but you can use them as guard beasts you can you know basically train them like any animal companion
3: does Riley remember how they lured the
0: yeah basically Anytime when they have eggs, when they've lain eggs, any disturbance will draw out, um, whichever parent is sitting the, the nest at the time to investigate. And that's what they did. So you, you know, pretty clearly that with Hillian's egg think- locator going off and this thing coming up, it's because you are too close to its nest and it is ready to kill you <laughs> to protect its nest
3: was like, "Yep, move, move, we need to move, we need to move, let's go, let's go
0: you all have well, let's see what was the highest
3: 13 was my initiative 13?
0: you want me to roam? no, you're not awake yet Let's oh, could. Okay. Good. Is. Good. Okay. Well, you get to go first, the whole party. So, this turn, um, Marcus and Cage are waking up and they'll be able to react next turn. Railu and Hillian, what do you do? You see this Tetrahydra coming at you. And it does not see you yet, but it definitely hears you.
3: Yeah, Riley looks at Hillian and is like, "Get the Anine and get the stuff. Let's go." And uh, Riley will pick up like their pack because you know Riley probably like uses it as a pillow, and like goes over to the Anine and starts to like get them ready.
2: Um, I think, um, yeah, Hillian will will jump up, start throwing stuff into a pack, and uh, pick up Jacques and uh, start moving towards the edge of camp, and start just waking people up.
0: Wherever Hillian goes is the direction that, that the hedge the Tetrahydra is going to be paying attention and heading towards. You all are on the edge of the forest. This thing isn't that big, but it's pretty large. And it is going to come flying in you do have advantage on defense because they tend to attack from the air and you are inside the forest so it's a little harder to maneuver. The trees are a little thin so it's still got some ability to attack. So Hillian, if you would please roll uh, speed defense for me.
2: Yeah um uh, so that's a six uh, I think that Hillian is really concerned about just reacting at this point isn't putting effort into it because it, they're still like half asleep uh, even as the adrenaline is starting to get them pumping and moving um, okay. yeah so yep
0: yeah your target number was above that so <laughs> it does hit you um It folds its wings and flies in, and it will attempt to hit you with one of its four beaks. Okay. That's going to do four points of damage. Okay. If you would roll speed defense a second time.
2: I think they're going to, or Hillian's going to apply some more effort.
0: (laughs) Okay. Oh, not only do you manage so the beak comes in and just hits you in the shoulder hard and then you see one of its tentacle feet appendages unroll and come to slap at you and wrap around you and Grapple you, and it... No, that is not a good image. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it's trying to grapple and basically squeeze you to death so that it's one of its four beaks can just start eating you. Luckily, with your 18, you not only avoided, but you can... Regain uh, two points of two extra points of health if you want to do a recover a recovery roll right now.
2: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. Hillian uh, will try to gather some resolve as uh, he regains his footing. So absolutely. Okay. So that'll be six points.
0: All right. So you get six points of health returned, and. That will be the end of the Tetrahydra's turn, and it is actually standing on the ground currently. Now, everyone else can join the fight. Marcus is going to spend their time getting the Anines packed up and ready to roll As soon as you all are ready, get them moving. But that is what they're doing. So. That's what are the other three of you planning on?
3: I mean, yeah, if we're, if we're Autobots rolling out, then I'm ready to go.
0: It's gonna take at least a turn. So,
3: I mean, Riley will jump in and try to defend Hillian if Hillian's getting attacked. Like, if someone else is taking care of the Anine, like, until yeah. we're ready to go, I'll, I'll go, I'll jump over and defend
0: it. will It'll take Marcus, since it's four of you, it's gonna take Marcus a little time to get everything thrown up and secured on the Nanines, So figure at least two more rounds of combat. So
3: Yeah, I'll protect Hillian. And honestly, like I'm more so taking a protective stance, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is a thing, but if it, if not, then yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm protecting Hillian.
0: Okay. So how are you protecting Hillian from I mean this thing technic? is
3: coming this coming is, is this thing is coming at Hillian. So Rylou basically pulls out both of um, both of, or like one one razor ring and like mm-hmm. the sword and is using the sword mostly to cool. like do blocks and the razor ring is kind of like hey you come at me and I'm gonna hit you
0: okay so, so just so.
3: putting myself between Hillian and like the thing not so much as like a oh Hillian can't do this but like a hey two is better than one
0: what so you're taking the defend. Task.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to find that right now. But yeah, so that's basically
0: basically There it is. You get a second defense after a successful hit. Draw the yeah, attack. I'll do barding. I'll do
3: distract. That that's mostly I'm trying to make it harder for this thing to hit Hillian, so I'll distract. So okay. Ryloo basically comes up and like gets in its face and starts like making like sudden movements and kinda mm-hmm. like swiping at it but not trying to hurt it.
0: Make a a roll for me please speed am I rolling
3: speed okay uh where's my character why my
0: character remember this thing has four heads so it can it can pay attention on multiple multiple fronts so you have to roll really well to did my impose this go? i don't know it's right here on my screen
3: yeah it was on mine but it's no longer um
0: give me a second let me pull up the characters and i have cleared the owner so now you should be able to go into characters and reclaim it okay
3: yes, there sir. you go I, I don't have no idea where... thank you yeah um, okay cool so easy fix. speed what do i have in speed i don't know. any and then i'll put in one point of effort oh that's not six not great yeah
0: that does not unfortunately meet to be able to uh grant that but cool you did you did grab a little bit of attention not enough to distract but some attention charlie or uh hillian who's going
2: uh, why doesn't Charlie go? Because Hillian's uh, kind of dominated the action here for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, does, I mean, I assume it looks like Marcus is got it under control in terms of packing stuff up. Oh, yeah. OK. Um, so I think Charlie might try to also distract, um, especially since there's so many heads. Like, if there are multiple people distracting, that that would maybe be beneficial. too many beaks um
0: so roll a, a you can roll speed or you can do something else to grab attention
1: um i was trying to see if i had anything that would be helpful but i don't really think i do so i'm just going to use Yeah, I think I'll use speed, and I'm gonna apply two levels of effort.
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh!
1: Oh! That's a nat 20, Chad. That
0: is a nat 20. So, a nat 20 in Numenera is a pretty god-level role. So... What exactly do you want to have happen here?
2: Is you it can possible have
0: that... a oh, distraction, but also a major effect. You can knock them down. You can stun them. You can give them an in- impairment of some sort.
1: Um, I think like, yeah, I was thinking something that would give us like extra time, and I thought I think stunning would probably be great that it would give us like an extra turn to make something happen.
0: Okay, sure. So you stun this thing and, um, with a major effect like that, you also have increased all task difficulties for this tetrahydra for the rest of your encounter. So everything is one step easier for you and one
2: step harder for it. So Charlie basically painted like a a tunnel onto a tree, and then stepped yeah. aside. Well, <laughs> and that's
0: just it. I want to. How do you do this?
1: Um, that's a really good question. Thank you. Because I don't. I don't <laughs> picture Charlie being the type to really be able to succeed on something like this. So to get that twenty, I'm sure that it's like very unexpected. Like like Charlie is it's probably something that almost seems like really lackluster, but for whatever reason, this creature is, like, really distracted by it. And Rylou, who just made, like, a really valiant effort in, like, attempting to distract it, probably looked like they put way more effort into it than Charlie did. Mm-hmm. And was probably sitting there like, what? Why did that work?
3: Riley <laughs> like, jumped in front of it. You were like, you want the steak? Go get it. And, like, <laughs> it worked. And I'm like, Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: well, so remember, whatever you did also stuns it. So,
1: right.
0: What do you do? What do you?
1: Uh, so I think maybe Charlie was like, "Hey, Big Bird, over here!" and then like runs, and then like, I don't know, like maybe like dodge behind a tree, and the the thing ran into like the tree, <laughs> sort of like
2: how Hillian
1: <laughs> was describing.
0: Awesome, Hillian. What will you be doing?
2: Hillian will be stuffing the egg detector, like, like trying to get it off his wrist, and then like tries to stuff it as deep down into the bag as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that does not muffle it that much, no. though. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So I think Hillian will be going a little bit. Actually, so how far away from the, the planes are we?
0: You are probably about fifty feet. So And I do want to remind you how much Hillian loves
2: eggs. I, I, I am aware of this, but there is a you know chthonic bird like bearing down on us. You all
0: have been <laughs> kicking its butt. <laughs> like it's it has amazing. four beaks,
2: Kelric. It has four beaks.
0: And somehow you found its butt to kick. <laughs>
2: um so I, I think um <laughs> for for the party, um Hillian will be running into the plains.
0: Okay. Here's where we are. Marcus is frantically throwing things and securing them on the foreign mm-hmm. and keeping them calm so they don't run away. This tetrahydra has flown in because Hillian's egg detector went off and captured its attention. Hillion mm-hmm. has been attacked, recovered more points than they lost and is running <laughs> towards the plane by themselves. Rylu has tried to distract them by... How did you try to distract them? What did you do? That failed. You're muted.
3: I was literally just getting in between it and Hillian and making noise.
0: Okay, so you have jumped in front of Hillian, who has then turned and run off leaving you. That's As funny. that's happening... Charlie has grabbed its attention. Run behind a tree that it has run two heads right into and stunned itself.
2: It's hornet protocol.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that's. I think we're going to end for today. It's we went a little over our normal time, but I figure that makes up for all the times that we start a little late. And this was awesome. Thank you all for playing with me. Um, Why don't we start with um, Kenny and say our goodbyes.
2: Yeah, uh, my name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punter Drone. When I'm not playing this really fun game with these amazing folks, um, you can find me as the narrator on our Saturday game uh, where we play Starfinder. Uh, I narrate um, and we are playing the uh, Dawn of Flame Adventure Path. Right now, we are really close to finishing up our um, the second book called Soldiers of Brass. Um, And you can kind of check in and find out what sort of hijinks the uh, crew of the, um, uh, what was it, the GD Hooptie? The GD Hooptie, yep, yep, the crew of the GD Hooptie, what they get up to. Um, And this Monday, if you uh, go to the Wandering DM's channel, in the evening, we are playing our final episode of Castle Falkenstein, Uh, so come check us out there for all your Victorian steampunk awesomeness. Thanks everybody
1: for uh, coming and hanging out with us today. Uh, We really always enjoy when folks are hanging out and chat with us. Um, but I'm Cage and I've been Charlie for you today. Uh, you can find all my social streams, podcast appearances, and creative projects on my website, RageCageRugger.com. That's R-A-G-E-K-A-G-E-R-U-G-G-E-R.com. And in particular, I want to highlight that if you're joining us live today, um, I, I want to let you know that tonight um, at 5 p.m. Central Time, I'll be live on my channel uh, for my very first uh, DM on stream, I'll be running my adventure, the Brewski Jubilee for a couple of friends. So feel free to stop on by in a few hours tonight.
3: Nice. And I am Aaron. Um, thank you all for being here. It's been a lot of fun chatting with you all. Um, you can find me at Space Persona on Twitter. Um, and then I have been on a big stream hiatus lately because of the smoke here in Southern Washington and then some other stuff that came up, but I will be starting up again, probably this coming Wednesday. Uh, but like go to my Twitter for updates um, and my uh, Twitch is Catalyst, K-A-T-O-L-Y-S you can play a bunch of different games there so you can find me at both those places
0: and I'm Kelric, you can find me on Twitter at Cormalon C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N or I also manage the EQ Points Twitter account so I monitor that all the time, I am happy to talk to any of you my other things besides this are playing in the Starfinder game that Kenny narrates and then I think that's all I've got going on now. I I am looking to add another uh, person to this cast and we're also looking for another player for our Starfinder game so if anyone's interested um, check out our EQ points Um, Twitter account for more information. And I think that's it for today. Thank you all so, so much for joining us. And hopefully we'll see you next week for Starfinder and in two weeks for our next game. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching or listening to Cuminera. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out all of the shows on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. Every show there is fantastic, and who doesn't want more LGBTQIA content? If you like what we create, then you should also listen to our Starfinder cast, a story utilizing Paizo's Starfinder system. We have an awesome cast of folks following the Dawn of Flame adventure path and improv our way into fun and funny situations. You can easily find us and all of our recent episodes on our website, exqueriancepoints.com. We thank you so much for listening and supporting us and please don't forget to leave a review on iTunes and wherever you listen to your media. Bye!
1: Hi, welcome to the Eternity Archives, an actual play podcast where we take on the role of archivists working for an interdimensional library that catalogues and protects the fabric of reality. As archivists, we are tasked with journeying out into the realms, taking on characteristics of people from that reality, and remedying whatever issues may be causing a disturbance in the dimension. Every arc will be playing a different RPG, maybe even returning to systems we like later on, but this is a fun way for us as players, and you as listeners, to explore and learn about different tabletop systems. We'll discuss the roles, create sheets for our characters, and play a short campaign to get a feel for the game. Afterwards, we'll do a bit of discussion. We'll talk about what we liked and didn't like and what we'd know to do better next time. I'm Kite and I am playing Ril de Drakel and they are a tiefling nerd. I'm Siva. I am playing Linda, the lovable office lady. And I'm Dorka. My character is Zen, the barbarian lizard princess. Let's get down to some actual playing. You guys ready? Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's go boys.
3: This is the The Eternity Archives. Archives.